Welcome back to Love Letters and Mixtapes. I am so glad you're here. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes every Sunday and Monday morning. The inspiration for this podcast was a desire to talk about things that our younger selves needed to hear, whether that was 30 years ago, three years ago, or yesterday. After listening to this episode, please make sure to subscribe on your favorite listening platform. You can rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Audible. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sponsoring this podcast with a monthly donation by clicking the link in my Instagram bio at Love Letters and Mixtapes or scrolling down to the notes section of this episode. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here we are at the start of a new season and almost the start of a new month. And whenever you end up listening to this episode, I hope the timing and alignment are just perfect with whatever you're moving through in your life. But if you're like me and you're doing this in real time, that was a very long winter we just walked out of. And I am completely embracing this time of planting new seeds, literally and figuratively. Warmer weather, longer days, new cycles, new seasons. And with that, I wanted to introduce a practice in this episode that I sometimes do when I want to start a new cycle and welcome new energy. I dedicate myself to a 30-day practice of starting my day the same way with the same words to open myself up, to surrender, to be willing, to just see what happens when I get out of my own way. So that might be completely new to you. And if it is, I wanted to share a little prayer that I'm going to start every day with for the month of April. And I want to loan it to you. You can say it along with me every single morning and just see what happens. So my prayer for the day in April is this. Dear God, universe, whatever, just something other than me, please bring every ache, grievance, resentment, and feeling of discomfort in my life right up to the surface. Please reveal to me all the information I have been unwilling to hear, understand, or accept. Please show me every single thing in my life that is not working. Every situation, every relationship, every coping mechanism, every story that I tell myself, every method of communication which I think is helping me and is actually harming me. And please remind me that I am ready for all of this and I have everything I need within me. So that's the prayer that I am sharing with you to welcome spring and to start a new cycle. And if you don't like praying and you don't believe in God, that's incredible because prayer is not about negotiating with some psychotic Santa Claus in the sky and giving him our wish list. Prayer is really about opening ourselves up and creating a channel of energy within us for whatever is going on in the universe to move through us. And in this specific prayer, what I was really asking for 
is to get out of my own way, to release that tight grip I have on what I think the truth is, my commitment to my perspective, no matter how distorted it might be, my dedication to things that are outdated, that aren't really working in my life. That prayer said out loud, yes, it's to the universe, but it's also a really good reminder for me every single day to start my day by opening up and letting go. I talk about surrender on this podcast a lot because surrender has been such a common theme in my life. And I initially thought that surrender was giving up. I thought surrender was failure. I thought surrender made me weak. But I came to realize that surrender is actually turning our energy over to the winning side. See, we're always assuming that we're on the winning side and we're on the right side and we're on the side of truth and goodness, but sometimes we're not. Sometimes we really are creating our own obstacles. So this prayer is really about starting the day, just getting ready to remove the obstacle, even if the obstacle is me. Because sometimes I am really unwilling to recognize all the ways that I block things in my life. I block my energy. I block my words. I block my relationships. I block opportunities. I block miracles coming at me from all angles. And then I walk around frustrated, wondering why things aren't working out. So this prayer is really about opening up and allowing things to rise to the surface, even if those things have negative connotations, like resentments and grievances and discomfort. You might think, I don't want any more awareness of those things. But when we bring them to light and we can actually look at them and call them by their right names, we might be letting them go. We might be opening the door to release them. Maybe by keeping them shrouded and buried deep inside, we're actually holding on to them far longer than they could ever serve us. Maybe this prayer is about letting go, just about opening the door and letting them walk on out. They can rise to the surface, they can let us know that they're there, and then they can leave. I also think about how often I block the messages in my life, how I am unwilling to take in information if it doesn't fit into the puzzle that I've created. Whether that comes into my professional life, my personal life, my family life, my health, this prayer invites a daily practice of sitting with all that uncomfortable information, all the things we don't want to know, things we don't want to know about ourselves, about the effect we have on people, about the ways in which we need to change, things we don't want to know about the people we love or the people we dislike. All that information, allowing that in, allowing it to do its own job and not trying to control it. And sometimes we're so busy being in repair mode that we don't even pause to honor what is actually broken down in our lives and what cannot be repaired. Recently, I was reminded of a great Al-Anon quote, and that is, so often the solution to my problem is actually far worse than the problem itself. And I think about that. I think about all the ways in which we try to scramble and fix and repair and put band-aids on things. Things that are just dead. Things that are broken. Things that are ready to be let go of. And there we are constantly trying to resuscitate them. Actually creating more problems and more stress and more anxiety in our lives. 
This is also a great season to let go of all of those stories we tell ourselves. And we do. We tell ourselves stories about everything and everyone, including ourselves. And so to start each day with a willingness to resign that story, to turn it over, to start a new chapter, to simply sit and observe what is going on around you right now and write about that. Use that story instead of relying on those old, outdated stories we tell ourselves that might feel uncomfortable, but there's almost a comforting discomfort with them. So those stories can be what we think the world thinks of us, what we think and feel about other people, what we believe is best for us or good for us or healthy for us, or the story about what we think we want. And the best story of all time, the story of what we think we deserve. I think that this would be an incredible season to let go of that story and remind ourselves every morning that that story no longer works for us and that we're willing to be dazzled, amazed, surprised. I wrote another prayer the other day and just said, God, show me how good things can get. That's what I want to see. That's what I'm ready for. I'm opening up to that story. The story I always run from because it scares me. Because if something gets good, I know that eventually it's going to get bad. And if I enjoy something, I'm definitely going to be punished for it afterwards. That story no longer fits in my life. So what story no longer fits in your life? What story are you ready to get rid of? So this episode is going to be a bit shorter than my regular Monday morning episodes because I've been pretty sick lately and I just didn't have the energy to record and write the way I usually do. But I love checking in with you and I love sharing. And I wanted to close this episode with something really special. This is one of my favorite passages from the book The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. The Alchemist is such a beautiful story. It's about embracing our personal legends, really being open to the mystery of the universe, the journey, wherever it takes us, wherever it picks us up, however circuitous it is, how many obstacles we pass through. And sometimes it takes us right back to our own backyard. And it doesn't mean that we should have never left in the first place. It means that we needed to go through transformations and journeys. So I hope you enjoy this quote. I want to tell you a story about dreams, said the alchemist. In ancient Rome, at the time of Emperor Tiberius, there lived a good man who had two sons. One was in the military and had been sent to the most distant regions of the empire. The other son was a poet and delighted all of Rome with his beautiful verses. One night, the father had a dream. An angel appeared to him and told him that the words of one of his sons would be learned and repeated throughout the world for all generations to come. The father woke from his dream, grateful and crying, because life was generous and had revealed to him something any father would be proud to know. Shortly thereafter, the father died as he tried to save a child who was about to be crushed by the wheels of a chariot. Since he had lived his entire life in a manner that was correct and fair, he went directly to heaven, where he met the angel that had appeared in his dream. You were always a good man, the angel said to him. You lived your life in a loving way and died with dignity. I can now grant you any wish you desire. Life was good to me, the man said, 
When you appeared in my dream, I felt that all my efforts had been rewarded because my son's poems will be read by men for generations to come. I don't want anything for myself, but any father would be proud of the fame achieved by one whom he cared for as a child and educated as he grew up. Sometime in the distant future, I would like to see my son's words. The angel touched the man's shoulder, and they were both projected far into the future. They were in an immense setting, surrounded by thousands of people speaking a strange language. The man wept with happiness. I knew that my son's poems were immortal, he said to the angel through tears. Can you please tell me which of my son's poems these people are repeating? The angel came closer to the man and with tenderness led him to a bench nearby where they sat down. The verses of your son who was the poet were very popular in Rome, the angel said. Everyone loved them, but then the reign of Tiberius ended and his poems were forgotten. The words you're hearing now are those of your son in the military. The man looked at the angel in surprise. Your son went to serve at a distant place and became a centurion. He was just and good. One afternoon, one of his servants fell ill and it appeared that he would die. Your son had heard of a rabbi who was able to cure illnesses and he rode out for days and days in search of this man. Along the way, he learned that the man he was seeking was the son of God. He met others who had been cured by him, and they instructed your son in the man's teachings. And so despite the fact that he was a Roman centurion, he converted to their faith. Shortly thereafter, he reached the place where the man he was looking for was visiting. He told the man that one of his servants was gravely ill, and the rabbi made ready to go to his house with him. But the centurion was a man of faith, and looking into the eyes of the rabbi, he knew that he was surely in the presence of the Son of God. And this is what your son said, the angel told the man. These are the words he said to the rabbi at that point, and they have never been forgotten. My Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak a word and my servant will be healed. The alchemist said, no matter what he does, every person on earth plays a central role in the history of the world, and normally he doesn't know it. And if you have not yet read The Alchemist, I highly recommend picking up that book. It is so beautiful and it speaks to you no matter what path you're on. And it really resonates with a change in season, starting a new cycle, planting some new seeds, and being ready for a mini rebirth. So until next week, make sure to hit the follow button on your favorite podcast listening platform. Check out this week's playlist on my personal Spotify account and join me on Instagram and TikTok for daily journal prompts at love letters and mixtapes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider making a monthly donation to support this podcast by clicking the link in my Instagram bio or scrolling down to the notes section of this episode.